Well, I want to welcome everybody to today's Entrepreneur Show. My name is Heidi Richards Mooney, and I am your host and the founder of the EntrepreneurShow.com. They knew that for the next few weeks, we will be focusing on the Office Depot Foundation Women's Symposium and what you can expect when you attend. I have the honor of interviewing many of the speakers, the founder, Mary Wong, and even some of the other supporters of this long-standing life-altering conference for women. So today, Carrie Castor joins us to talk about her company, the Women's Symposium, and what you can expect when you attend and when you attend her program. Let me tell you a little bit about Carrie. Carrie Castor is a botanist, licensed massage therapist, and clinically certified aromatherapist, and the founder of 21 Drops. Her expanded knowledge and passion for aromatherapy and medicinal plants and their effects on the body chemistry includes an understanding of Eastern medicine, medicinal practices and the healing abilities of the five element theory of traditional Chinese medicine. Wow, say that five times fast. <laughs> she believes that people can take their health and wellness into their own hands by incorporating the healing benefits of therapeutic quality essential oil blends. So welcome, Carrie. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so thrilled. I'm very interested in this topic. And so uh, I, I was doubly pleased when you said you would, you would be willing to be interviewed. So tell us a little bit about your background, how you first got interested in aromatherapy and essential oils and, and the, whole, um, the whole genre of this self-help health and wellness. Um, and, and what experience led you to that? Yeah, sure. So as a child, I was somebody who loved being out in nature. I grew up on Miami Beach and uh, with, you know, beautiful tropical plants. And I was actually a very shy, quiet child. And I found a lot of solace climbing trees, being out in nature, um, being athletic. And when I was 16, I did an Outward Bound course, which is more popular these days. But when I went, it was, uh, you know, in the middle of the desert uh, in Utah for three weeks. And when you're out and about and you're uh, a little bit spiritual and a little esoteric like I am, <laughs> you really get a profound connection to nature. And uh, when I came back, to the States, I was looking to go to school and college, and I realized I just knew I needed something that was outside. I knew I had to find a profession that kept me outdoors, which is my passion, and also uh, I just really felt this connection, so I studied plant science, I studied botany, and uh, realized that I could actually get a job working in a botanical garden, which is basically a walking encyclopedia of plants collected from all over the globe. And when I was working down at Fairchild Tropical Garden, which is where I got my first job, down in Coral Gables, I was fortunate that it's also a research facility. And I was exposed to a lot of traveling professors from different research institutions across the country that were actually coming through the Miami area down to the tropics to collect and gather medicinal plants to bring back to their laboratories to research and learn about some of these uh, remedies from from the tropical forests and I realized that so many of these plants that they were studying not only for their uh, beautiful flowers and their um, you know uh, 
agronomic uh, uses, they were also for the medicinal uses. And I also just always was fascinated how in the middle of the forests for thousands of years, these people in all cultures learned how these plants were good for what purposes. And very few people today even realize so much of our modern medicine, I think they say over 80%, uh, of our modern medication is derived from these active components of the plant material that were, you know, uh, learned about from these indigenous cultures. So uh, that set me on a further journey to uh, graduate school. And then, um, uh, quite frankly, I just got exposed in my travels. I actually took a trip around the world uh, with 14 ports of call. It was called Semester at Sea. They do still offer that program. But I actually had already graduated my undergraduate degree and did it as a graduate student, which is a little more unusual. So I had a set agenda because I was very fascinated with Chinese medicine, the whole philosophy that every plant has a use, and it was just a matter of time through thousands of years finding out what that use was. And so that always interested me. And, um, and basically studied ethnobotany, which is the use of indigenous plants across the globe by all cultures. And, um, and then, uh, lo and behold, I came back to the US after uh, 100 days around the world. And uh, the gentleman I was dating at the time uh, who uh, proposed and is now my husband of 31 years. So my graduate studies got cut a little bit short, but at the same time, I started being more self-taught in herbal medicine, in aromatherapy, and uh, upon raising my children, it was no question that I was going to raise them only using herbal remedies, essential oils, and um, tinctures and things of that nature. So I went further on to study essential oils, again, self-taught in the beginning, but then I realized I knew a lot about the plant world, but I didn't know about the body. So in 2000, I decided to get my massage licensing because I wanted to understand, you know, I knew the botany, I knew the chemistry of the oils, but I never had had any um, botanical, uh, I'm sorry, physiolo physiology of the body. And so I wanted to understand this melding and uh, how these essential oils really affect the body or how the herbs really affect the body as much as I could in um, that short year. So um, I went ahead and got my massage license. Of course, that distracted me in all kinds of other modalities between <laughs> cranial sacral and reflexology. And I did some shamanistic weekends and all kinds of uh, uh, AIA stretching, everything. I'm also an somewhat athletic, so I was interested in all aspects of the body and the musculature. Um, it was really in 2002, 2003, that my husband and I decided we are, we both have the wanderlust anyway, of travel. So we decided to up and move to London for one year with our children. Our three children were, um, uh, a little bit grown at that point. And it was really when we decided to, all the arrangements were made that that night I'm sitting here, uh, online looking at aromatherapy certification in, in, in London because at that point I already knew the schools, the certification programs, the standard of practice using essential oils is much uh, more developed in England and Europe than it is and or was back in 2002 uh, in the United States. So lo and behold, I 
uh, was able to sign up for a course, an aromatherapy certification course, within walking distance of where I was, uh, we were living, uh, with Gabriel Moje, who incorporates this five-element Chinese theory of using the oils and bringing balance into the patterns of disharmony within uh, the structure and function of the body. So, you know, it was like melding of all, it was like, you know, I always say it was meant to be, it was most exciting and um, needless to say, it was a full year certification, case studies, uh, homework assignments and uh, uh, exams that are uh, much more involved than what we, consider sometimes here in the States, somebody says they're certified and, you know, they take in a three-day weekend course. So I've had thousands and thousands of hours. I went on to be even more advanced in my studies uh, and also doing a clinically cert uh, clinically clinical certification in France uh, for one full summer uh, back in 2007. So, um, so my Knowledge is quite extensive. I'm uh, just one of these people that likes to understand the hows and the whys, not just to take it for face value. Um, I do understand basic chemistry, so I enjoy looking at the GCMS reports and understanding the chemical components and how they affect different parts of the body. Uh, I love reading research papers and technical papers, so that actually interests me. Um, so I, I do take it to a whole nother uh, level, and really, uh, so that, that's really my background. That's sort of what got me on the path, is just really the fascination with the plant world, wanting to learn more and understand how these plants really do work on a uh, cellular level. So then how did um, that, and obviously that background is what led you to develop your company. So tell us how your company evolved from all of that, your 21 drops and, and what your company does and uh, the products you offer and maybe some of the services. In other words, what kind of problems do you solve for your, for the people who- Yes, so you know, that was really the thing for me. Um, I came back to the States after all these years of study and you know, I'd get excited if a new aromatherapy product came on the market and then I'd look at the ingredients and then I'd get discouraged. You know, it had alcohol, it had perfume, it had other, uh, you know, non-natural <laughs> ingredients. I'm like, yeah, I was just like really frustrating and I like aromatherapy deserves better. There's really no reason why you can't have high quality uh, essential oils just in a carrier oil there you know they can be very stable or you produce as, as needed small batches and I just really wanted to make it simple for the average consumer because the more educated I became the more I realized I did do uh, things incorrectly I uh, upon taking my first certification course I'm like oh my god what did I do to my children you know so you know I was using oils neat straight out of the bottle I wasn't diluting them safely my daughter in fourth grade my oldest who's now 29 and fourth when she was in fourth grade she broke her leg and I was using birch uh, which is has high eugenol, which I hear is very hard on the liver to break down. You know, I was like pouring it on because, oh, it's good for bones. A little is good. She's got a broken leg. You know, she needs more. I'm like, no, that's not the way these things work. And so 
um, the more educated I became, the more frustrated uh, I became with the lack of education and realizing, you know, I loved bergamot and I put bergamot on as like a perfume and then I went out in the sun and I got a burn on my neck because bergamot is photoreactive. So I had many, unfortunately, a little too many case studies of my <laughs> own, my own family, my own, my own self that I was like, how do I make this easy for people? I'll take all those years of learning because there are a lot of multi-level companies out there. Uh, but they don't require education, and there's a lot of misinformation in the industry. So my objective was just to make these oils safe and simplified for uh, direct um, problem solution. So if you have a headache, use headache. If you have a digestive issues, use digest. If you're congested, use decongest. So they're really simplified question-answer solutions. And from my, um, I guess I passed over a period in time when I did have my massage license and when I did come back to London I had my own private um, I had my own private practice where I would have consultations with individuals and so uh, I would make the blends for them for uh, the massages and so I went through that through for many years and so when I decided to make uh, 21 drops I had a lot of reference of years of people and clients and family and friends of what were the main concerns, what are the main conditions that people wanted support that were natural. You know, I don't make any strong claims. They're all suggested claims. I know it's a very fine line with essential oils uh, about that. And so I just wanted more for the everyday concerns, uh, helping people just to shift the way they're feeling. And so that was really the premise behind 21 Drops. Uh, we do offer also to the spa industry professional concentrates that they incorporate into their massages as well. So there's the uh, retail that's direct to consumer that they just roll on the blend. They're all in a safely diluted, safely blended. So all the guesswork about the best oils for that particular condition are already uh, taken care of. So it's, Aromatherapy on the go, uh, already done, ready, ready to go. And 21 Drops, how did you come up with that name? Well, <clears throat> you're not the first person to ask that. <laughs> and there's a, couple, there's a couple of reasons. One, we are a 21st century approach to health. I think more and more, uh, it's, you know, statistics are there that aromatherapy is uh, making tremendous headway because it is extremely effective. Essential oils are extremely effective if you're using good therapeutic quality. Uh, the other reason it is called 21 Drops is more on a personal note. Um, I did take my list of 21 ailments that I wanted to address, but I did want layers of meaning. To me, at that point in my life, I was 50 when I started the company, and uh, life to me is always about creating meaning. I have three beautiful children, a wonderful loving husband, a wonderful family, you know, wonderful friends. But I got to a place in my life where, you know, how do we create meaning in everything that we do? And I certainly wanted to impart that on in my company that I was creating. So I did a lot of numerological studies and um, used a, a dear friend of mine who studied tarot and astrology and numerology and I she helped me to write a list of the meanings 
of the different numbers, one through 21. And then I had my list of ailments that I wanted to address. So there really was a very particular mixing and matching, or I should say matching, of the particular ailments with the number and their meanings, uh, as well as their, the colors behind the, the line. And uh, number 21 in particular is uh, all about the world and manifesting. So for me, it seemed most appropriate that 21 Drops was about manifesting my uh, lifelong study of essential oils to the world. And so 21 Drops, being that it is a 21st century approach to health, uh, was also a way for me, uh, also being extremely shy, <laughs> to step out into the world with all that I knew and feel so strongly to be true. That's wonderful. I love that. Beautiful story. So tell us about your ideal customer. Who uses or would be most inclined to use your product? Well, you know, I, the most ideal client, of course, is everyone because uh, you know, the oils just are so nurturing and healing in so many ways, but our, uh, of course, our most likely candidate is the person who eats organic and is making those changes in their life. They're, they want to get away from uh, medications and, and um, you know, poor choices and trying to be more holistic in their approach. Uh, essential oils are certainly a great alternative to a lot of the over-the-counter medications. Again, I'm not prescribing or, or diagnosing at all. It's just about supporting the body, and that's why I love essential oils so much. It's, it's about building the body up. Most of our modern medications today are uh, uh, hiding the symptoms or masking the symptoms rather than nourishing the body, helping build the body up and making the body stronger in areas we know are weaker. You know, we're not all created equal and we know we all have our uh, imbalances and our genetic makeup and certain things. We all handle stress differently in different parts. Some, you know, have a racing heart, some get a knot in their stomach, some people, you know, have cramping. We all uh, address these things differently. And so the oils, when you have many choices, it helps you to uh, narrow in and, and choose things that, um, are more beneficial to helping your imbalances. So really, uh, of course, our real uh, demographic for essential oils is the, you know, 25 to 35-year-old and new mom, certainly, just like myself. I wouldn't, didn't want to put any chemicals on my children or give them any medication. So the person who's more aware in that regard about uh, doing things as naturally as possible is usually the one who is seeking out uh, essential oils or herbal medicine to combat those issues. Excellent. So tell us a little bit about how you people find out about your company. How do you market? Because I think that most people listening to this are entrepreneurs and we all want to know little tricks or different uh, tips to help us to promote our own business. Not saying that what you do would definitely be what someone else would do, but maybe it would incite or inspire them to do something a little differently. So, so how do you market uh, 21 Drops? Yeah, so right now our main market stream is really through sale, independent sales reps who ha already have relationships with a lot of the spa industry because we found them to be our most consistent um, uh, retail um, um, venues. 
We do a lot of online marketing, uh, to be honest. I'm happy to share my my journey because it hasn't been a straight, easy line climb up. We've been on a bit of a roller coaster, so uh, there is a lot of uh, learnings in that area. So marketing is, is a very tricky balance, especially when you're trying, like myself, to reposition essential oils. My whole idea was like taking it off the bottom of the uh, health food store shelves and making it more mainstream. And, and of course, I made this beautiful beauty uh, packaging and really it's a wellness product. So there was this uh, years of trying to find our proper niche. Um, we did always feel though that our online presence of our own website would be a stronger revenue stream and we're really still just rebuilding that uh, piece up. Of course, um, in, in using essential oils or using anything, and that's quite frankly why the multi-level companies are so, um, doing so well is because it's so much of it is testimonial like oh my god i used this and it really did get rid of my headache or you know i had stomach aches and this really did help my stomach go away so uh, using essential oils is a lot about testimonials and people having the firsthand experience of using the oil so for us the um, online marketing and uh you know facebook instagram uh all those social um online revenues uh, or revenue streams or, or outlets uh, are beneficial. We, I don't think we've developed them to the best of our ability yet, and we're working on that. And we've done a lot of reworking, a lot of new um, positioning with that. So, um, you know, it's, it's it, you know what I always keep saying, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, right? Absolutely. So... <laughs> So we're still working it through and a lot of successes, but a lot of challenges as well. And, you know, the whole idea is to see what's working and go with that. And if it's not working, you know, make changes quickly so we don't lose too much uh, headway. I agree. And I think that that's a, what the success of any marketing is. Sometimes people will keep throwing money into a, pro a program that's not working as opposed to finding one that's going to work. Um, and it does take trial and error. There is no... I can't say that, you know, you read about all these marketing gurus who tell you all these things that, oh, you have to do this. It isn't that you have to do anything. You have to do what's going to work best for your, your company and your audience because uh, you have a product and you have an audience. And you may have a similar product to someone else, but your audience may be different. So you have to market differently than maybe someone else who's doing something who has is selling the same product, which is why it's so important to know who your your audience is and, and the most ideal. That, you know, I think well, most mm -hmm. people, all of our, in, in many companies, everybody could be a customer. Mm -hmm. but the challenge with that is then you're not marketing to one individual and you're not speaking to one person. So it's good when you know you know, I have a 45-year-old woman who's a, 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 a solopreneur who has 2.1 child, or, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, that, mm -hmm. that's how you get really good at the marketing uh, message. So, um, mm -hmm. I think that that's Yeah, it's true. You know, initially, we did focus a little bit more on the yoga community, thinking that those who, as they call it, low-hanging fruit, they get it, they use it, but... Um, you know, they tend to also be the more do-it-yourselfers, and we're really focusing on the busy mom who's like, yeah, I bought all these things, but I have no idea what I'm doing and how to use them. You know, I just want to grab and go. And so we did. We did some shifting, and that was a big part of um, 
not, I can't say wasted energy, but, you know, area where we spend probably a little too long uh, time and energy and realizing really it is the mom on the go who wants uh, high quality. That is one thing that we do focus on in our brand because I do um, spend extra money, self-imposed testing that I, uh, that is done rarely in uh, the essential oil field for what's called uh, GCMS testing, this gas chromatography mass spectrometry. It's really the only way you know that your oils are of an utmost, utmost quality. And so we do um, speak to that uh, quite a bit because, you know, you're not going to have efficacy without quality. Right. Um, so, and so in doing that, we do have a find we are in Four Seasons, Ritz-Carlton's. We have attracted those higher end uh, retailers but it's also, you know, not necessarily a volume, uh, 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 large, broad audience that you're reaching to. So it's just a mixture. You know, you have to broaden your base a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I think I agree with you. And I like the fact that you, what I love about your company is, and this is what we should all be doing, is making it easy for a person to make a decision. Because as you said, we're all very busy. And when we have to sit there and read for hours and hours and hours, instead of uh, finding experts like you who've done all that work um, and say, hey, this is really good for headaches. This has proven to help headaches compared to this product or whatever. You know, that's what the big brands do and, and do it very well. So I applaud you for that. I think that's no, thank you. I'm definitely going to look at it because um, I know there's some areas that I have a friend who suffers tremendously from headaches and she has tried aromatherapy but I'm sure she hasn't tried uh, that high grade that you have because if she had, I'm sure that she would probably see different results. So, you know, I think that when you talk about that as a, a lay person and I'm going to buy aromatherapies and I love them, uh, I would not know that there's different levels of um, quality here. Yeah if I weren't educated to some degree by talking to you. So I think that that's probably your mission is to educate people so that they know that out there that they can get a much higher quality. Um, you know, I, I mean, you're probably not, uh, it's probably, that would be, in my opinion, your, um, the foothold you would have over a company that's selling an aromatherapy product for maybe, a lot less money, but also a lot less effectiveness. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think you get what you pay for. That's the bottom line. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. yes. So let's talk a little bit about your your program at Office Depot. What what you're going to talk about a little bit, not without giving away too much. Uh, mm -hmm. Just like a, uh, encapsulate, you know, what you're going to talk about, and maybe what people can expect when they attend, and maybe a couple of takeaways from your program. What you hope people can take away from it. Yeah, so this year um, I was asked to be part of the health and wellness panel. So I think I just have, um, you know, not a very long time. And it is a very tricky thing to uh, say a lot of, you know, uh, a lifetime of uh, study in a very short amount of time. But my main goal is really just to even tell people I, I, uh, what essential oils are. Because as much as the word aromatherapy and essential oils have been bouncing around these days, very few people uh, know exactly what they are. So I think just educating people, what is an oil? You know, wh wh where does it actually come from? And, um, and how do you know 
begin to know what it's good for. So really just some of the basics, which uh, I think people take for granted and they talk about it, but they really don't always know really what the oil, where, where oils come from. And I just was, the reason I did that was, um, you know, a couple months ago when I was thinking about the program, uh, I did a talk to 50 women that were from all over the country for a pretty prestigious, educated group of ladies, and I just asked them, does anybody here know what essential oils are? And three people raised their hand that they did. Wow. So I know, like, because I'm in it so much and I'm, I deal a lot with um, massage therapists and spa accounts that everybody, you know, at least knows what they are or have heard of them, but I was really taken aback. So I think this probably this group is going to be more of that nature. So I thought, you know what, it's just start with the basics at this point. And if they want to learn more, they'll reach out and take Excellent. it to the next level. Well, it's kind of like, you know, it's in my business, I'm, I do a lot in social media and internet marketing and everybody and their brother claims to be a social media <laughs> marketer, but they haven't had the 15 years of education that I've had or experience. Um, but they call themselves, they figure if they, if they can, you know, they've got 500 or 1,000 or 1,500 or 5,000 followers that they're a social media expert and they're not. You know, I have this one woman who's been teaching this online class and she's only got like 300 Twitter followers. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, maybe they're highly niche, but I looked at their look, I looked at the people and they weren't. And I said to myself, well, why would I take her seriously if she doesn't even have people taking her seriously on the social media that she's teaching? So, you know, and those are the kind of things to look at and so I think your education is important and stressing that and and stressing you know that the um, obviously people know on a on a, a lower level that the there are medicinal purposes or medicinal benefits of or health benefits I should say of using essential oils and aromatherapies but I, I could tell you I couldn't explain it to someone without having someone like you explain it to me first you know, mm -hmm. I'm, that's not my area of expertise and nor would right. I, you know, so, so I, I thank you. Thank you. for mm -hmm. that. Let's, let's talk a little bit about the office Depot Depot symposium itself. Well, why do you think, or why is it important for women to attend? You know, I just know for myself that uh, I've, I've been a member of different women's groups in the past. Um, and I just find no matter what, whenever somebody else is speaking, I can always relate to something they're saying, but maybe not put it in those words specifically. And, you know, I think just women supporting women, women businesses. I mean, I think we all share so many common concerns and goals and, and problems and solutions. So I think whenever you can get together with people who have been there and done that, I mean, I just wish I had had the opportunity to search out even more people who had been there and done that in what I'm doing. Um, so, you know, I'm always help, happy to help people. I was, uh, you know, in the car this past week with somebody who's just getting started and it was a three hour drive there and three hour back. And she was like, you know, the whole time I was my pleasure. And I only hope that I can gain the same thing from hearing other people. And I think, you know, we all don't, we all have our little areas that we're um, uh, better in or, or more well-versed. And whenever we can hear the summary of people who've been spending their lifetime studying something like yourself with social media, you know, I can't possibly, yeah, I could read an article or, you know, several different things, but to be 
in a place for a couple days where one after the other after the other. Um, I know I've been to many aromatherapy conferences. I go every year. And, uh, you know, I would never miss it to hear I have the ability to hear people speak on just one aspect that they spend their entire, you know, uh, lives focusing on just one oil even and how, uh, how profound it can be. So uh, the same is true with all aspects of business. You know, everybody has their own angle and everybody has something, uh, their own story and their own journey that, you know, it's a blessing to be able to hear everybody speak about how it's worked for them. Absolutely. So what do you personally hope to gain from attending and participating in the Office Depot Foundation Women's Symposium? Well, I just, uh, as mentioned, you know, I, I hope to hear about other people's journeys, what's worked for them, what hasn't, so I can hopefully avoid some of those roadblocks <laughs> if, I, if I haven't already gotten there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've got my own um, uh, bit of advice certainly to share with others but um, whatever advice you can get from certainly people who are successful uh, that's always the best thing um, so yeah I'm really excited to hear all the speakers and gain whatever I can bits uh, bits of information and uh, things I can implement in my own business or share with other people um, I love hearing other people speak and if it has no relation even to my business I still Clean um, new new insights, whether I share it with my children, my family, my friends, or somebody else doing something similar. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about um, time management because I think that as entrepreneurs and as women women in general, we we juggle so much. We're always trying to you know we always have a ball in the air and catching one and maybe one falls once in a while. And and I think that when we when we see successful entrepreneurs like you, uh, women are always wondering, well, how does she do it all? So what are some of your tips? What are some of the things that you do to help you manage your day so that you could fit all the things that you really want to do? Because obviously it sounds like you're at that place where it's not your first career. So yes. you know, you're, you're, you know, you're doing something you really love, you're passionate about, and you still, I'm sure, have other interests as well. Yeah. Um, Well, one, I definitely do feel fortunate that I was able to spend the majority of my time being a mother with my kids and having by appointment um, business while they were the bulk of their growing up. Uh, But at that same time, you know, my husband is like, I was wanting to slow down and travel more right now. And you're just getting your business started. So uh, there definitely is that balance of figuring it out. But I find that, uh, one, I'm happier when I have that certain um, sense of accomplishment. Uh, My husband certainly knows that I raised my kids and have been studying this my whole adult life, so why not put it to good use? Um, So that's the tricky. But everybody here at my office knows not to plan anything before 10 o'clock because I do wake up and play tennis almost every morning from 8 to 9. I have my set hour. I play a very hard game. I grew up playing. So it's my sanity. It's my mental um, uh, release, my physical and mental release. So um, that is something I adhere to. And, um, you know, I just got to whack that ball, you know, to, so that I can come and sit and I sit at my desk for uh, the rest of the day. And then I always, you know, try to make the effort to 
get home, have dinner, and then, you know, my husband, he goes to bed relatively early as far as I'm concerned, so I can then sneak back, and if I have things to wrap up at the end of the day, uh, certainly in today's world with the computer, you can, you know, sneak a five-minute break and just get caught up and at least weed through your junk mail, and, you know, uh, it's a lot easier to balance with everything being so handy, um, although it can, you know, rule your life. There's certain, sometimes I just say every Sunday, I'm not going to look at my, my device at all. Yeah. Um, that's harder to do than I uh, would like to admit, but I do make the effort and, um, you know, that's, it is a balance. It is. Yeah. Well, and you set your own rules, which is good because I think some people think that they've got to do everything because everybody expects that of them. Mm -hmm. um, so you're a good Exam. Yeah, I must say the first few years were really, really demanding. It was, you know, I just, it, there was never an off time, um, but I've learned better to manage that piece and, um, you know, try to keep a better balance. Good. Yeah. So what books are you currently reading or would you recommend? Well, you know what? It's very interesting because uh, I think all things happen for a reason. <laughs> I guess it's, it was Christmas break um, or Thanksgiving. I was having a really nightmare. I was Thanksgiving going into the holidays and I was having terrible, terrible production issues with things, you know, getting all these things ready for uh, the holidays and a lot of disappointments on, on things out of my control. And it just so happened I brought a shoe, uh, shoe dog, the uh, story by Phil Knight, the owner of Nike. And I tell you, if I hadn't been reading that book, I might not be here today <laughs> because it was so, uh, everything that was happening was so upsetting and so disappointing, but it was really reading that book at that time on uh, understanding and knowing that that's just, you know, consumer goods, it's manufacturing, it's production, it's, you know what, stuff's going to go wrong and, you know, it can eat you up inside or you just like, you know, Okay, here's the problem. What's the solution? How am I going to make it happen? And you know what? You're going to upset people. You know, everybody, there was a lot of people who were upset that had pre-ordered things. Things didn't get in on time. You know, what am I going to do? So if I hadn't been reading that book at that time, um, you know, it's, it's hard to disappoint people and it's hard to feel like things are, are beyond your control. And it's just a fact of you know, at least my business in manufacturing and production and, you know, uh, <laughs> so that was one book that I read. I, I usually have about three books going at all times. I usually do one more uh, spiritual book. I one more uh, fun, silly book, and then usually one more uh, business related. So um, I, I don't think you can ever read enough, uh, especially according to, supporting your own um, business um, uh, area. Um, so, so yeah, I'm a pretty avid reader and uh, refer to other people, um, books to um, help enhance understanding topics and, and things that I've been reading. Excellent, excellent. So what's the best way to contact you, Carrie? Well, of course, anything to do with 21drops.com, you can go to our website. It, there's even a place to ask the expert. So if you have any uh, personal questions about aromatherapy, um, Facebook, messaging, just about every 
social media outlet, we have a presence. And uh, you can always email me directly at Carrie, C-A-R-Y, at 21drops.com. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Uh, any last thoughts? No, I just really appreciate what the whole uh, Mary and the whole crew at the Office Depot Foundation, the Women's Foundation, is doing. I think it's really commendable, and I'm just thrilled to participate. This is my first year, so I'm really, really excited oh, to attend so. and be part of it. Thank you. Well, I just want to thank you for being with us, Carrie. I want to thank everyone who joined in watching the show. Be sure to go to womenssymposium.officedepotfoundation.org for more information about the event and to register. And by the way, as a special guest of ours, because we are a media partner with Office Depot Foundation uh, Women's Symposium, you can save 20% off your registration when you use e as in Edward, B as in boy, 20 at the checkout. And in addition to being a media partner uh, for this event, you can join Women in E-Commerce for only $47 with a special code. So when you listen in, you'll get that code. It'll be in the, um, on, the, on the video itself, as well as uh, in all the goodie bags when you attend the event. So I hope to uh, see you, uh, many of our listeners there, and I certainly am looking forward to meeting with you, Carrie. And thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Take care. Bye-bye, everyone. Thanks. Bye.